Write like you just got cheated on. Write like you have to give the eulogy at your mom's funeral. Write like you just got laid for the first time in five years. Hey, it's Rich Williams with Secrets to Stand Up. I'm going to tell you everything I know about stand-up comedy to try to help you get better at this career, this craft, this... I, I'm distracted. I want to show off this amazing cardigan sweater. Look at the paw prints. Huh? All, all three. And the old lady cap that I wear occasionally. It reminds me of my Mima. I got this at an estate sale. Uh... It was a woman's because it's, you could tell the buttons are on the lady side. I think it's funny. So I always wanted an occasion to wear this. Yeah, writing. You have to add emotion to it. Think about how you write when you've just been dumped by someone you love. I was in love with this girl. 2015, we broke up. And I... I had been in love before, but it was never like this. I knew it was for the best, but after we spoke on the phone, I wrote this letter to her, and it was through an email. I read it at least 80,000 times before I sent it. I would edit out specific parts and get a thesaurus online and put just the right word in there to convey exactly how I felt the passion I felt, the hurt I felt. I was trying to persuade and convince and express myself because it, it mattered to me. I didn't want one word to be out of place. I didn't want there to be any mixed messages. And then I read it aloud and I'd edit it again. Approach your material like that. That's where the craftsmanship comes in. You, you take this marble slab and you chisel away until you get the perfect statue with all its imperfections. Do the same thing with jokes that are upbeat. It really infuse it with that joy, with the naivete and, and shock of a Norm MacDonald, the, the wonder of a young Andrew Dice Clay. No, <laughs> you have to make your writing pop and sizzle. And sometimes you don't want to use too big a words because it can get kind of clumsy to say on stage. So I always recommend after you write something out, you want to say it out loud, get comfortable, use the spoken language to translate it. So instead of saying, I am delighted every time I see, just make it, I'm psyched. Or create your own word. Like, I'm juiced every time I, and then rewrite it that way. That's what you need to do with your material. Put an emphasis on the writing so that when you go and perform it, it will help Bring out that emotion. That's what's missing a lot of times with stand-up. Comics will write jokes or tell stories, but they're not in that moment when they're performing it. They're reciting something. They're doing a monologue. If I am to talk like this and do my joke, it's a lot different than if I'm talking like this and doing my material 
I was so excited. You can create those little... You can do however you want. I'm just trying to give you some examples. I, I, always, I always give examples, and then I kind of second-guess it because I'm looking from your perspective. And I'm like, that's a horrible example. It's just an example, and it's a fine example. You get what I'm saying. You, you want to put the passion first into your writing. Convey exactly what you're trying to say. Don't put too much information. Don't put too little information in the setup. Just enough to set up the joke. Same with the punchline. You want to have, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to have the punchline part at the end of that sentence, if possible. Okay? You don't want to write past the joke as they call it. And I'll probably do another video just on this particular part. But then when you have that foundation and you, you get your material to sing, go in sing on stage. I'll give you an example. I wrote a joke recently that I've modified because of all the, the censorship and the algorithm and, and possibly having things taken down. I will do this joke differently on stage because people will be familiar with me. They're, it's, they're not computers trying to identify certain buzzwords. But uh, the joke is, I have a sign in my front yard that says, hate has no home here. And below it says, same goes for Protestants. I'm sure you can understand or figure out what I'm going to replace Protestants with. And the whole point of the joke is those signs, to me, are performative because those people have hatred in their hearts for certain groups. They just think that it's okay to hate people with different beliefs politically and stuff like that. I'm not shaming them. I'm just I'm making an overall point. I have a sign in my front yard that says, hate has no home here. I get right to the point. I'm using something that you as an audience member are already familiar with. What I used to do as a comic is I would give all this information that wasn't necessary. I uh, grew up in Schenectady, and it's kind of a, a blue-collar town, but there's a lot of old-school Democrats and a lot of newer Republicans and... I see these signs all... You see how none of that has anything to do with the joke? The joke is all about that sign. Hate has no home here. And so I just cut all that out because I'm writing it with intention. I want to get my message across. I want to point out... I, I have a sign because I don't want to put it on anybody else. Even though I'm commenting on the phenomenon... I want to make myself the bad guy in this joke so that nobody feels like they're being picked on in the show. I pick on people, don't, don't worry. But in this particular joke, I want to put it on me. So I have a sign in my front yard that says, hate has no home here. And underneath it says, same goes for Protestants. Now, Protestants can be swapped out with Argentinians. Or it's funny, when people try not to do racial jokes, they'll oftentimes say Eskimos as if, 
as if those people deserve to get shit on. The Eskimos are awesome. Same with the Amish. That's like such a a cowardly out to say, Hayden has no home here. Same goes for the Amish. I'm only saying this this way because I'm self-censoring, self-censoring on YouTube. I'd probably change it to Mexicans or blacks on stage because I talk about that stuff on stage and it's not ill will. And then I'll follow up and make a joke about the joke. When I'm doing this, I'm putting together a puzzle in my head. I know what the joke is already. I can see it. I need to figure out how to go from that sign, hate has no home here, into... Yeah, the the computer. This is my fill light. It's my computer screen. Hate has no home here. The punchline is there is some hate here in this home. It's just for a certain group. So I think I'm being a good person, but I'm really not that great of a person. I need to do it so that I don't give too much information. And I also need to do it where I don't give too little. If I just said, hate has no home here, same goes for Mennonites. People be like, what is he talking about? The way that I put together a joke is I shuffle those puzzle pieces around and I swap different parts out. And then once I have the overall structure, it's like Jenga to me. I start taking out little pieces, little blocks, little words. And sometimes I'll I'll replace those words with synonyms. But if I take too much out, the whole thing will collapse. So you have to be very careful. That's where being like a watchmaker comes in or a sculptor or a carpenter. You have to fiddle with it. And then you have to say it out loud to see how it sounds instead of just seeing it written. Then you have to perform it in a way that your tone gets across the point you're trying to make. So when I did this the first time in this video, I wasn't really thinking about the tone that much. I was just doing it how I felt I would do it on stage. I might go bigger or I might go smaller. I I think the way that I did it is probably close to how I would do it on stage because I want it to be just kind of sly and straightforward and confusing to the audience so that they're not really sure where I'm coming from. Those are the types of jokes I personally like a lot. I want the audience to involuntarily laugh before their brain can catch up with why they're laughing. You have to be careful with certain words. If, as a white comic, if I even say the word black, if it's a predominantly white crowd, they all get very nervous. And so they could shut down immediately. If it's a mixed audience with black people, Latinos, whites, Asians, my material does great because, and this has become cliche now, but the whites check in with the other, my, uh, the minorities and try to see, are they laughing? Is this okay? As I say in one of my previous videos, everybody has a sense of humor. You don't have to be offended on someone's behalf. Here's another thing that's important about stand-up. You have to have the lights dimmed down low in the room so that people 
are comfortable laughing anonymously. Yeah, this is like three different videos in one. I, <laughs> what, I, what I'd like you to focus on is put the same effort and intensity into writing your material as you would writing a breakup letter. Raise the stakes for yourself. Make it important. Don't let one bit or one joke be neglected. You have to water it. You have to prune it. Watch it grow out of the little cracks of the sidewalk of your mind until it blossoms and bends towards the sun to share its beauty with everyone in the audience. Much like I shared the beauty of this amazing cardigan. Ama I don't know if I'll crop it, but I got a great ass. Don't be scared, Willie. I don't bite. <laughs> uh, call me Captain Cringe. That's it. I'll see you tomorrow. I make a video every day, and I release it at 11 in the morning, Eastern Time. I'm doing it for 100 days. I might double up some days so that I can make the 100 days be from when I started, which is September 19th, 2023. And... Uh, that way it doesn't have to be 100 consecutive days. I can go back and scoop up all those older videos. Because I'm on video like 46 now. And I love doing them every day. But I figured out a way within the rules to accelerate the process. So maybe I'll do that. And I'll probably still keep making a video a day. But it's nice to hit your goals before the deadline. Thanks.